Hello, everyone, and welcome to Meow Mix, the Carolina Panthers podcast. My name is Steven. My name is Jerry. And today we are returning to our draft profile series. We will be talking about Kyle Hamilton, a safety out of Notre Dame. Uh, Not just a safety, but a great safety. A unicorn safety, as I've read that some scouts have actually called him a unicorn, that he is that good of a prospect coming out of college. Uh, Kyle Hamilton was ranked the number 10th best recruit uh, by ESPN coming out of high school. He was heavily recruited coming out of Atlanta, Georgia. He ultimately decided to go to Notre Dame, where he spent his freshman season as a backup. But in 2020, he became the star and was named to the first team All-ACC that year. And in 2021, he continued his success and ended up a consensus All-American. Now, I found this little fun fact. His dad was a basketball... Yeah, I can't speak today. He was a basketball player that was drafted in the 1988 NBA draft, but ended up playing professional basketball in Greece. Mm-hmm. 1988 NBA draft. Was it the first Hornets draft, or was it 87? I think it was right around there. Oh, you're, you're asking the wrong yeah. person here. Um, that is, that's, a, that's a very interesting nugget there, Jerry. Um, Kyle Hamilton is a big safety. He yeah. is 6'4", 220. Um, he's even played a little bigger than that at times, but he is, I mean, 6'4", that's a, that's a big safety. Um, just kind of looking at his stats here, he, I think, played 31 games total in his college career. Uh, I believe he had, what's like six and a half total sacks or something in his college career. Um, had eight interceptions. Um, he had one touchdown. In 2021, I believe he only played seven games. Uh, he had a knee injury that mm-hmm. uh, kept him out of most of the season. But um, three interceptions, 2021 in seven games is pretty great. Um, just Again, looking, yeah, first team all ACC that year. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, looking at his PFF grades, for those that care about that, um, he was in the high 70s uh, all three years. Actually, his best year, PFF-wise, was 2019, his freshman year, mm-hmm. uh, where he had a 79.5. But those are all very good scores, and his stats may not pop out at you like some other guys that you see, but teams played around him. Teams would yeah. not throw into the area that he was. And Correct. that's why maybe some of his stats don't look amazing on paper. Or I mean, they do look amazing, but they don't look like... You just look at the stats and you don't think top five in the NFL draft. But watch his tape because he he's dominant. I mean, he just he shuts down the middle of the field. Correct. And he said that his 2019 was best PFF. Well, he played a lot of deep safety that year. Mm-hmm. And then they started mixing him up in 2020. And then last year, he played a lot of slot. I mean, I don't know the way the Notre Dame team is. I don't know if it was just because they had a gaping hole that he could fill in coverage compared to mm-hmm. other guys. Yeah. But he continued to play well. Um, his combine got a knock. Mostly because of his four five nine on 40. Uh, a lot of scouts were not expecting that. Mm-hmm. But that was it. That was the only knock on him. Everything else, you know, 38 vertical, 131 broad jump, 6.93 cone drill, and 4.32 in a 20-yard shuttle, which is... Very impressive, actually, but yeah. still, 
And again, the, the, the 40, like, watch his tape. He's fast. You know, that's he's fast once he... Yeah, yeah. That's all you need. He's fast as a safety. Like... Yeah. So... Right. Uh, we got, uh, you know, you normally we'll look at the pros and cons. Again, you know, guys that are going in the top five here, they don't have a ton of cons, but there's a couple with him. But we'll start off with the pros. Uh... Incredible football IQ. Again, watch his tape. He he knows he can diagnose plays very quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got great size. Again, matching up with linebackers uh, in the NFL, I, I could see him sort of playing. You remember when we drafted Thomas Davis? We drafted Thomas Davis as a Mike Vick stopper, essentially, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I could see someone drafting Cal. Uh, Hamilton as a, Kyle Hamilton as a uh, uh, Kyle Pitts type stopper, you know these big new fast tight ends. You know, you know how I love Kyle. You know, I love Kyle Pitts. Um, <laughs> I hate that we didn't get him, but I love him as a player. But yeah, you know Travis Kelsey. You know um, these really fast Darren Waller. These big big guys, uh, excellent in zone coverage, and that's really again where he kind of takes off. Uh, a lot of plays from the offense when they're in zone coverage, they just won't target the middle of the mm-hmm. field where he is. Uh, he's excellent in run defense, really, really good tackler. Um, and again, he's just one of those high motor guys, doesn't give up on plays. He plays to the whistle, right? Is what they say, plays through the whistle. Correct. Um, yeah. You're, you're not good. He, he's the type of guy that you're not going to say, hey, is he taking this playoff? He's always playing mm-hmm. hard. Um, now his cons, he does need to work on some of his band coverage, which mm-hmm. he's a safety, and that's probably not the biggest deal. And he's not very quick. Yes, he's fast, but he doesn't have that quick t- twitch speed, and sometimes a receiver can make a quick move on him, and he gets a little beat a little bit. But, again, a little bit. And, again, he's a safety, <laughs> right? He's not – that safeties typically, typically aren't playing man-on-man with – X receivers, you know, with mm-hmm. outside receivers. Um, and his IQ kind of makes up for his lack of quickness. Like, he sort of knows what's happening. So he can Correct. get there before the receiver. Um, another uh, pro, just going back real quickly, is he's very versatile. Uh, mm-hmm. he, you know, he plays say, the two different safety spots. He can also play some linebacker. And he played mm-hmm. a, a good bit of linebacker at Notre Dame. Um, and for a moment there, I wondered if the, if he could be like a Thomas Davis, where T- Thomas Davis was a safety in college and came into the NFL, and the Panthers said, hey, we're, we're playing you at, at linebacker. You're going to be a linebacker in the NFL. Um, he's bigger than Thomas Davis height-wise. He's not as, as stout as Thomas Davis. So I don't think that he's going to play a lot of linebacker in the NFL, but he does have the ability. See, you keep bringing back Thomas Davis. We have a yeah. player that matches him nearly identical already on this team. Hey, I'm Jeremy? not saying, yeah, I'm not no, saying no. that he's uh, that we're going to draft him and do that. I'm just saying, you know, other teams don't have Jeremy Chins. Yeah, but I'm yeah. just saying, Jeremy Chin is six foot three, two twenty. Yeah. Kyle Hamilton is six foot four, two twenty. Yeah. Now I do think Kyle Hamilton's coverage skills are better than Jeremy Chins, especially coming out of college. True. That being said. They're very, very similar. Yeah. And I think, I think if they, if the Panthers draft him, that would be, whoa, crazy type of. It'd be a good combination. 
Yeah. Yeah. Where you could easily drop one in the box, drop one up high. You can have them drop, both drop up back or both pa- rush the passer. I mean, you could give a lot of mismatches and a lot of quarterbacks fits of not knowing where anybody's going to be. So, well, that yeah, that, I mean that that discussion kind of goes into our first question here: is does this player fit the current roster? Now we do have Jeremy Chin at safety. We picked up Woods as uh, mm-hmm. our other safety. We just re-signed Justin Burris today, uh, you know, for depth at safety. Uh, we got Kenny Robinson. Um, so, again, Kyle Hamilton is better than everybody on the roster. You know, you could make the argument of Jeremy Chin just because he's been in the league for a couple years now, but he would immediately elevate the defense. Oh, yeah. Right? I mean... Does he fit on the roster? Yeah, you would take that guy uh, hey, if you he, had the opportunity every day. He, he's a playmaker. A lot of scouts yeah. are saying he's the best player in the draft. So, yes, yeah. he does he fit this roster? Yes, because anytime you add someone, one of the best potential players of all time, you add him. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's high praise. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, easily At that position, one you know. of the most talented players rosters in the draft, or one of the most talented safeties in the draft, the most talented safety in the draft. Um, not, you know, safety, not a position of need really for the Panthers right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's say, does he fall to the Panthers at six? Do you think he falls to six? No. no. I don't think, I think he falls to six either. I think he's a top five guy, maybe a top three guy. Yeah. I think some things would really have to get shaken up if he fell to six. I, I mean, I'll tell you how it happens. Oh, right? yeah, I do too. Is, is two teams trade ahead of the Panthers to get quarterbacks, Pickett and Willis, and two left, left tackles go early, and then you've got a defensive end that's really high up there. You've got another left tackle that's really high up there. I mean, it could happen. Very unlikely that he gets mm-hmm. to the Panthers at six. Now, if he gets to the Panthers at six, would you want them to draft him with all the other needs that we have at this current time the current time where i'm looking at 48 p.m <laughs> with who <laughs> on we thursday signed, i would say no because we still have too much of a glaring hole at left tackle and quarterback now if things change before the draft and we pick them i could still easily be excited for him Say they make a trade or go, you know, a quarterback, go Mm -hmm. sign what Dwayne Brown or another left tackle, you know, a solid left tackle, not a Cam Mm -hmm. Irving type of left tackle. Sure. Then I, then I would be, I would be excited because I see what they were doing at that point. But right now, with the holes right now, no. Let me lay out this scenario for you, okay? Mm -hmm. Three left tackles and two quarterbacks are the top five picks. Kyle Hamilton is there at number six and not really any LTs left that you figure are top 10 LTs. Definitely not any quarterbacks left that you would want to take at number six. At that point, I'm excited to take Kyle Hamilton at that point, personally, just because of what he would do for our defense. I get that. I understand that. I I think if no one's calling, which would be very rare, to mm-hmm. trade up, uh, yes, you take the best player on the board. 
Yeah. And hopefully, I mean, he by far would be best player available at that yeah. in that scenario. Correct. Yeah. Because then you're you the top three left tackles who we haven't talked about cross yet, but mm-hmm. Neil and Edwonu would be gone. So <laughs> close. You almost got it. Hey. <laughs> icky, icky. We'll just call him icky. Yeah, we'll call him icky. Yeah. So, yeah, I get that. Yeah. But I, I, I'm not gonna lie. After watching Malik Willis's pro day, I've he, he raised up in my heart, and he's not. I think he's gonna be the first quarterback off the board. I think someone's gonna jump over yeah. us to get him. I, I'm, I'm thinking that that might be the case. It does seem like his draft stock has kind of skyrocketed. Uh, he didn't run the forty, which I thought was a little interesting. But I mean, you again watch his tape; he's ridiculously fast. So, um, all right, where does he fall on the Meow Mix big board? So let me recap the big board for everyone. Number one, we have Evan Neal, OT. Number two, we have Icky, OT out of NC State. Number three, we have Tyler Lindenbaum, center out of Iowa. Number four, we have Kenny Pickett. Number five, we have Malik Willis. Now, Jerry. Should we update this? <laughs> I was gonna say, since we have signed some free agency, I think we've we do signed need some to free agents. Do- we've we've seen some pro days. We've seen some combine. Um, maybe we go ahead and just kind of look at this overall. Now, now Evan and and Icky, prior to two. Kenny Hamilton, I think we leave it at one and two. Um, I'm okay moving Malik Willis up to three ahead of Kenny I, Pickett. I agree with that. Okay. And what about Tyler Lindenbaum uh, would, ahead of him too? I would put Kenny Pickett ahead of Lindenbaum, personally. I would too. Just for, just for the Panthers because we signed we, a, a a good center Bozeman. in yeah in free agency who seems really excited to be here by the way. Um, yeah. So I you know I this is kind of like a Michael Parsons situation from last year where we kept moving him down because the Panthers just didn't have the desperate need. Um, mm-hmm. Now, for me, Kyle Hamilton... All right, so let me recap again. So, Evan Neal, Icky, Malik Willis, Pickett, Lindenbaum. That's now our top five. Um, for me, I would put Kyle Hamilton probably at four above Pickett. Um, what are, you, what are your sca- thoughts on that? You're, you're really scared of those small hands. <laughs> uh, you know, you know uh, what? His pro day was really good. Uh, Pickett, his pro day was I, really good. I've I just never def- been a big fan of his. I would put, and this is mostly because we desperately need a quarterback. Mm-hmm. I would put Kenny Pickett ahead of Kyle Hamilton. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. Uh, I'm not and and that's, that. I, I like Kenny Hamilton <clears throat> or Kenny. <laughs> I'm just yeah, mixing yeah. them. I know. I, I was thinking the same. <laughs> uh, I like Kenny Pickett a lot. I do think he his small hands do worry me, and Malik Willis. Malik Willis just has that superstar like, yeah. He's got the superstar upside, yeah. and that then his leadership. I think that's what really impressed me about his pro day. Mm-hmm. Is if you watch him, he's playing around with guys. He reminds me a lot of Cam Newton in that way, yeah. where he seems to lift up the spirits of other players. I read an article about his pro day where the only missed throw was a receiver who dropped the ball, and as soon as he came back there. He tapped him on the head. He was like, oh, don't worry about it. You know, just raising up another player instead of yeah. making it about himself. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, I agreed. I, um, I'm a lot higher on Willis than I was when we did our initial 
uh, profile on him uh, and Pickett as well. Honestly, I'm, I'm higher on both of them. But Pickett, to me, is just... I think it's Willis is one, and then Pickett is like... You got to go down a few tiers yeah. to get to him at two. Uh, and then Corral, you know, Corral had his pro day, what, yesterday? Um, so we'll talk about him coming up soon as well. Next uh, week, that he's our next, next draft week. profile. Okay. He's our next, so there you go, spoiler alert. Um, <laughs> but yeah, just final thoughts on Kyle Hamilton. Um, you know, if Great. we ended up with him, I'd be extremely excited. Just not a massive need for the Panthers. Exactly. Yeah. Great player. Will be a great NFL player, I expect. Just yeah, dominoes aren't falling in the line for us to draft him. Yeah, and if Willis and, and Pickett aren't there, and really those top two or three OTs aren't there, then I would be thrilled, thrilled to get him at six. Yeah. Yep. All right, we want to thank everyone for listening. If you like the show, please let your friends know. Please follow us on Twitter, at Podcast. If you have any questions or comments, you can email us at mailbag at meowmixpodcast.com. And if you leave us a five-star review with a comment on Apple Podcasts, we'll read it on our show. Our next draft profile will take a look at Ole Miss quarterback Matt Carell. Until then, everyone, stay safe out there and keep pounding.